And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. The American Broadcasting Company presents I Love Adventure. Incident number 10, The Kwong Moon Dagger, a new Carlton E. Morse production featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie. It's late afternoon of a lazy day in the offices of the A-1 Detective Agency just off Hollywood Boulevard. Doc Long is casting a rather disgruntled glance in the direction of Jack Packard, who is slumped back in his chair with his feet atop the badly scarred desk. Jack, you realize ain't nothing been stirring for three whole days now? Yeah, something will come along. Well, man needs a little excitement once in a while. Why not rent an alligator from one of the movie studios? You could wrestle with it. Maybe you got yourself idea, son. It might... Uh-oh. Did you see what just walked in? Yeah. Five of them. And all of them fair size, too. Fair size, the man says. Eight to five, they average seven feet in height apiece. Oh, well, please remain seated right where you are, gentlemen. Yes. What's the pitch, friend? We wish to search your office, Mr. Packard. You are obliged by remaining quite still. Yes. No, pal, we haven't time. A previous engagement. Yeah, with an alligator. I regret, gentlemen. You will go nowhere. If you think you hombres can come in All here right, and start... take it easy, Doc. Well... The gun that just popped out of his sleeve says he can. Whoa. And all five of these Hong Kong sports seem to have. So, gentlemen, with your permission, we will search the office. The door to the right hides a wash basin. The one to the left leads into a closet. You'll find two broken golf clubs and five years' accumulation of dust. So, uh, it is well, gentlemen. My men report there are no enemies concealed on the premises. Well, you've no idea what a load that takes off our minds. Now, what gives, friend? You will prepare yourselves to be honored by the presence of the mighty one. Make obeisance, please, to the flower of the seven heavens, the ruler of the temple of Kwang Moon, Princess Myling. Well, smack me pink and call me baby. Uh-oh. Please pardon the air with which my servant, Chin Lu, guards person of his princess. For a hundred generations, his family has watched over well-being of royal ones of Akaobang. Well, that's a job I wouldn't mind undertaking myself. Take it easy, darling. I do not mind, Mr. Packard. A flattery of your friend, Mr. Long, quite pleasing. 
Oh, uh, you are wondering why I have come here, Eve? Well, that don't matter. Uh, if you'd care to sit down over here next to me, Prince... Suppose we let the princess have her say, Doctor. You are right, Mr. Packard. My business here is of utmost urgency. I wish to engage your service to recover for me Kwang Moon Dagger. Kwang Moon Dagger? Oh, you have heard of it? Not never. How about you, Jeff? This Kao Bong is a small independent kingdom lying in the jungles between Cochin, China, and Yunnan. Kwang Moon is the god worship there, huh? I'd say somebody made off with a dagger belonging in his temple. Uh, you are exactly right, Mr. Packard. Uh, two months ago, a certain person visited our village. When he departed, dagger departed with him. Well, why would he want an oriental pig sticker? Oh, blade of dagger of Kwang Moon is solid gold, Mr. Long. The hilt is encrusted with a most perfect of emeralds, rupees, and diamonds. Well, ain't no wonder you folks are doing a slow burn. More important is the fact that my people fear that Kwang Moon angry with them. Our crops have been blighted. Disease and famine threaten entire nation. Mm-hmm. This will all be corrected the minute the dagger's back in the temple, of course. So my people believe. Uh, that is why I follow men responsible to the United States. Uh, but this country is a very unfamiliar to me and my bodyguard, Ching Lu. Uh, we need assistance of men uh, we can trust. Who knows its customs and habits? Well, you come to the right spot, Prince. Is that right, Jack? Well. You will be rewarded, of course. Upon the hilt of dagger is Kwang Moon Ruby. A most perfect gem of its kind in all world. Uh, you return dagger to me, and the ruby is yours. What's the name of the character who took the dagger? He was known to us as Paul Cavanari. And you've traced him to the United States? Oh, yes. Even more definite than that. To Chicago. Oh, in Windy City, huh? Any address there? Uh, we found the envelope among his effects. It was addressed to him on street known as Wentworth. Here is address. Mm, well, that should help. Anything else? Only one little thing. Dagger was seen yesterday by one of our countrymen in Chicago. Well, now you really bring us up to date. Where was it at? Falling from small bridge into Lincoln Park. Lagoon. Falling into the lagoon? How come? Was it thrown in? Oh, no, Mr. Packard. He was uh, buried between shoulders of Paul Governorie. Some looker at Princess, huh, Jack? And that perfume she wore, oh, it does things to a feller. Yeah, maybe that's why we're in something a little deeper than we figured, Doc. What's that supposed to mean? A report from Chicago said that somebody slipped Paul Carbonari a Diger Mickey and dumped his body into the Lincoln Park Lagoon. Sure, but the police closed in before her buddies could recover it. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Only while you were getting our plane tickets, I called Chicago Homicide. No corpse by the name of Cavagnari has turned up, and nobody reported a stabbing in Lincoln Park. Well, Jack, if there's such a strong suspicion of double cross about this case, why we're taking it on? Oh, I don't know. Maybe curiosity. Maybe to keep you from having to wrestle alligators. Or maybe that perfume got me, too. You know something, Jack? Dern colorful street this Wentworth Avenue. Yeah. 
tourist's eye view of Chicago's Chinatown. What do you reckon that Cavalier Humbry was doing in this part of town? Well, we'll know pretty quick. Here's the address now. Yeah, gents? Here, keep the chain. Thanks, pal. Uh-oh. Jack, this can't be the right place. It's the address the princess gave it. But take a gander at that neon sign. Blue Celestial Mortuary. It's a high-class burying parlor. That Cavalieri filler came to live there. Only one way to find out. Let's go in. Hmm. Little depressing, ain't it? What do you expect, dancing girls? No, but they'd have. Good evening, gentlemen. Is there some service we of the Blue Celestial Mortuary may perform for you? Well, we hope so. We're looking for a Mr. Paul Cavagnari. Mr. Cavagnari. Of course, gentlemen. This way, gentlemen. Hmm. And he does hang out here. Now, if we can get him to crack about that dagger... Don't worry about that when we meet him. Here you are, gentlemen. Mr. Cavagnari. Thanks. Hey. If I do say so myself, the Blue Celestial Mortuary has done a magnificent job. One would swear he was still alive. Wouldn't they, though? Oh, poor Paul. Last place I wanted to see him was in a coffin. Yes, a sad case. Very sad. Cut down in the bloom of manhood. Well, accidents can happen to anybody. Accident? Why, well, of course, accident. You don't think Paul just deliberately jumped off that bridge in the lagoon, do you? Bridge? Lagoon? Someone must have misinformed you, sir. Mr. Cavagnari died of natural causes. A heart attack. You sure of that? Certainly. We have a copy of the death certificate. You remember who signed it? Why, a, a Dr. Jansen or Jenkins... Something like that. Well, would you mind getting it for us? It would relieve our minds so much to see it. You know how kin folks is. Why, I'd be happy to, sir. It will only take a moment. I'll be right back. How about that? The whole darn thing don't make no sense, son. You don't reckon somebody's pulling our leg, do you? I'll buy that, but who and why? You've got me. Did Cavalieri get dunked into the lagoon or not? And what about that Kwong Moon dagger in the back business? Well, that's one thing we can settle right now. But Jack, the death certificate, you heard him. Nobody can forge a stab wound, Doc. Oh, you mean have a look for sale? What else? Well, it's darn distasteful, but it's got to be done, I'm your boy. Then let's go to it. Our mortician friend will be back any minute. <laughs> Jack, that was a forty-five. Come on, run. Yeah. Wait, well, which way? There, there's the office, the end of the corridor. Somebody's starting to play kind of rough around here. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead, all right. But who done it? Don't look like there's nobody around. The open window explains that. Come on, let's get back to the chapel. I want to talk to that organist. Think he might be in on to know about all this? I don't know, but he's the only one left still alive around here. There's a chapel. We'll hit the organ off first and... Uh-oh. Yeah, we kind of late. Our little bird seems to have flowed his musical coo. It's not the only one. Take a look at the coffin. At the co... Jack, a corpse is gone. Yeah. Our pal Cavagnari won't stay put, apparently. (laughs) 
Doc. The Hung Shu Mu. The Red Tree Flower Shop. But I don't see what we're doing going to a flower shop, son. Somebody sent a carload of flowers to Cobham Yard in this place. If we can learn who it was, we may have a lead on what to do next. Come on, let's go in. Good evening, gentlemen. Is there something I could do for you? Yeah, it could be. Uh, you delivered a load of flowers to the Blue Celestial Mortuary recently, didn't you? Yes, that's right. Did you wish to order some similar ones? Well, it depends on how cooperative you can be. We pride ourselves on our service, sir. I'm sure we can supply you with whatever you wish. Mm-hmm. Well, then try this for size. Who sent those other flowers? I'm sorry, sir. I am not at liberty to say. Now, look, Hangtown Fry, you ain't no doctor nor lawyer. Ain't no professional secrets in your business. If a client of yours wished to remain anonymous, would you disclose the identity, Miss Along? Uh-oh. Hey, Jack, my fame must be spreading. Doggone, Fu Manchu, how'd you know my name? <laughs> I was told to expect your arrival. Who is your interested informer? And if you say Paul Cobb, I ain't going to believe it. No, it was the person whose identity you seek. Hey, what'll it take to make you come across as something besides double talk? Nothing, Mr. Packard. And the message was left for you at the same time. Okay, let's have it. The northwest corner of Wentworth and Fowler. Come again, sport. The northwest corner of Wentworth and What's that supposed to mean? I'm afraid I do not know. However, the corner is only a few yards from the shop. Why not investigate and see? Mm, Jack, this kid may be making sense of that. Mm, Maybe. Come on, Doc. Thanks for your trouble. Uh, Do not mention it, Mr. Potter. We like to build up goodwill for future business. And uh, do not forget, gentlemen, we specialize in funerals. (laughs) Good night. Hmm. That hombre gives a good deal more than he takes. I mean, he knows a good deal more than he says. Well, that seems to be a fact about everybody in this case, with the exception of us. Well, there's the sign. Wentworth and Fowler, and this is the northwest corner. Now what? Well, don't seem to be nothing interesting here. Just a vacant lot with some signboards around it. That message meant something. It... Hey, Doc, that car. Jack, that fellow leaning out the window. He's got... Down, Doc, get out. Hey, Doc. Doc, you all right? What you mean am I all right? I landed on my doggone crazy bone and spoiled my aim. Must have missed them gunmen I'm my. Yeah, I didn't do so well myself. Well, we know what that message meant now. Yeah, some message. Hey, did you get a look at that polecat that was shooting that Tommy gun? Yeah. Something mighty familiar about him, wasn't it? It should be. He was Princess Myling's bodyguard, Chin Lu. Back to the flower shop, quick. Yeah, man. Flower man don't seem to be around. Maybe in that back room. Let's head it. Come on. I'm right eager to exchange a few words with that son of Satan, punctuated with a right cross or two. Well, leave him enough lift to talk about that message, Doc. Yeah. Well, don't seem to be in here neither. Now, where are you supposed to... Hey, hold it now. The door to the refrigerator room's open. Somebody's in there. Refrigerator room? Oh, oh, for the flowers. Hey, hold it, fella. I can see a shadow in the looking glass. He hasn't hurt us yet. Must be almost soundproof in there. Well, why deprive him of our company? That's just what I was thinking. Come on. Yeah. 
Yank that door open and surprise him, son. He got it coming after the little party we just had. Sure. Okay, here we go. All right, pal, how about... Look out, Doc. Catch him. Oh, too late. How about that? So it wasn't the flowers leaning against that door. It was our missing pal, Paul Cavalieri. Yeah. Now, what was he doing in here, you reckon? Take a look at his clothes. Why, they half tore off of him. Which means that whoever hijacked him from the mortuary put him in here to give him a good frisking. And incidentally, he wasn't killed by the Kwong Moon dagger. Yeah, so I see him punctures in his chest. Looks like he was made by thirty-eight caliber. Oh. What'd you pick up there, son? Mm, ticket or something. Punched by a time stamp. Here, take a look. Mm, boat, concession, Lincoln Park, Lagoon, time out, 517, time in, 529. What in thunder do you suppose that means? Looks like he took a rowboat ride on the lagoon sometime before he died. Couldn't have liked it very much. He was only out 12 minutes. Hey, Doc, I got a hunch. Let's get out of here. No, and... not bother to turn around, Mr. Parker. Well, well, so Cobb had company in the refrigerator room. You've been crouched down among them flowers all the time? Keep facing the wall and do not offer any resistance as my men disarm and bind you. Those are gun barrels you feel pressing against your spines. Well, I take your word for it, but is there any particular reason for the pistol massage? And who are you? I am Dr. Jen King. How about that? I knew there was someone else we should have checked on. You will have your chance now. You and I are going to have a talk. A long overdue talk. About Paul Cavagnari and the Kwang Moon Dagger. I trust you are quite comfortable here in my quarters, Mr. Packard. I'll do. Where's Doc? Uh, he is being held in the next room. Uh, but do not be concerned. No harm will come to either of you as long as cooperation is the keynote of this little meeting. Okay, cooperation it is. You begin. What's your business with us? I am Dr. Jen Kin, Mr. Packard, head of a large hospital in Hanoi, uh, French Indochina. Haven't you got your professions mixed up a little? That was a gun I saw in your hand, not a scalpel. There are times, Mr. Packard, when it is necessary for a man of medicine to take up arms in defense of his profession. Uh, that pitch was a little wide, Doctor. Come again. Very well. Two months ago, my hospital was robbed of over a million dollars worth of radium. I suspected a man I had known casually in Hanoi by the name of Paul Cavagnari. Seems to me I've heard this somewhere before. You trailed him to the States, learned he was in Chicago. Yes, Mr. Packard. But I could not locate him here. I was about to give up the search two days ago when I received a phone call from him. Uh-huh. Eight to five, he was giving you a chance to buy your radium back. Precisely. At a price considerably lower than I would have to pay to replace it on the open market. However, he also mentioned the possibility of my having to buy the... Kwang Moon Dagger. I agreed to discuss the proposition with him and went to meet him. The place he had chosen was a uh, most unusual one. Uh, I can take the ball from here, Doctor. The place was the Lincoln Park Lagoon. Yes. Gavignari was dead when you got there. That is correct. And there was no radium. There was no radium. And so you had him picked up by the Blue Celestial Mortuary, signed a fake death certificate... And left him lying in state to see who might show up. I still had hopes of recovering that radium, Mr. Packard. And it occurred to me that if the people who had killed him for it found no mention of his murder in the paper, they might wonder why. Might be driven by guilt and fear to learn 
What had happened to him? Mm, pretty long shot, Doctor. Uh, it paid off, Mr. Packard. You and Mr. Long visited the mortuary. Yeah. Who is your stool pigeon there, the organist? Oh, that is quite correct. Unfortunately, he ran out to try to intercept the mortician's murderer and did not see or remove the body. However, he did trail you to the florist shop where he learned your identity and got in touch with me by telephone. So, and now, Mr. Packard, it is your turn to cooperate. Okay, I'll get your radium for you. As I thought. You do have it. Nope, but neither do the lads who bumped off Cavagnari. How do you know that? Because he didn't. That's why they came back to snatch his body. They hadn't been able to find the stuff and were looking for something to tip them off as to where it was. And do you know where it is, Mr. Packard? No, but I can find it. And get the Kwong Moon dagger for myself if you release us right away. If not, it'll be too late. It's your last chance, Doctor. You are presuming rather heavily upon my gullibility, are you not? I'm presuming you're a doctor, that you realize what that radium means to your patients. Yes. Yes, there are thousands of my countrymen now doomed to die who will live if I bring it back to Hanoi with me. Very well, Mr. Packard. You shall be released at once. But, Jack, you believe this Jin Kin feller story? Makes sense, Doc. Well, I sure am happy to know that, son. I wouldn't ever guess. You won't have to guess much longer. You mean there's some action coming up? Well, there should be a little excitement. Well, where and when? In about ten minutes, near the boathouse. On the Lincoln Park Lagoon. Take the rowboat on the end, Doc. You mean we going rowing at this time of night? Why not? Cabniari went somewhere. It took him 12 minutes to get there and back. But where could a feller go in this overgrown wading pool and that... Oh, that little wooded island at the upper end. Is that the spot you mean? I don't know, Doc. But we're going to row over there and find out. Look, Jack... If this is the action you promised me, let's take a crack at guessing again. Don't give up the ship. We're almost there. Yeah. And I got a hunch we'll have enough action in the next few minutes to... Oh. Oh. See what I mean? Hey, over the side, Doc. Wait. Uh. 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 <coughs> Jack, the water's awful darn cold from a Saturday night tub. He's trying to make it hot enough for us. Well, the boat's a pretty good shield. Shall we kind of ease it islandward, maybe, huh? Yeah, that's a general idea. Let's go. We're nearly there. When we touch bottom, make a dash for it. Hit the deck at the first cover we come to. You bet you. Shades of Omaha Beach on D-Day. Okay, Doc, let's go. You're still okay, son? Uh, no complaints. What about you? These here bramble thickets ain't my idea of a feather bed. Otherwise, I'm just fine. Good. Wonder what's happened to our bloodthirsty gun. Probably got a spot. It's moving in for the kill. Let's make that our happy thought for the day. 
Ought to be some way to upset his plan. You got any ideas? Yeah. Last time he fired was from behind that elm tree. I'm going to shove off for it. But he ain't there now. If he's moving in on us, he... Oh, I get it. You'll draw as far so I can shoot at the muzzle flash. Right. Keep your eyes open. Just leave it to your Uncle Dudley. Good luck, son. There I go. Jack. Hello, Jack, can you hear me? Jack. Jack, are you all right, fella? Okay, Doc, come on. Everything's under control. Well, say so, then. How'd I make that with a firecracker king? You'll have a pretty sore shoulder for a very long time. Hey, well, it's our old friend Chen Lu, so he was the one sniping at us. Yeah, if you take a gander on the ground behind this tree, you'll see why. Well, look at that. They're on the ground beside that hole. Yeah, the Kwang Moon Dagger, right where Paul Cavagnari had hidden it. You mean our job is done? As soon as we get Chin Lo to a hospital and fly back to L.A. Take a deep breath, Doc. The next one you take may be filled with Princess Mai Ling's perfume. So, Mr. Packard, my own servant, Chin Lu, tried to obtain Kwang Moon Dagger behind my back. That's the way it looks, all right. Yeah, don't take it so hard, Princess. After all, we did bring the dagger back to Los Angeles with her. You have done really much to make my people happy again. I I do not know how to tell you how grateful I am. You have dagger? Yeah, here in this drawer. You know, Princess, this dagger is not only ornamental, it's a pretty good weapon. Sharp point, keen steel blade... Well, a little surprised. I thought you said the blade was solid gold. I did, Mr. Packard, but I had not seen Dagger in recent years. My memory played tricks on me. Oh, played tricks about the gems on the hilt, too. Oh, I had not forgotten your fee, Mr. Packard. The giant ruby will be yours. Uh, Don't bother. There's not much of a market for paste these days. Paste? She acts surprised, yeah. But... I am surprised. I had no idea... I suppose you didn't know that the hilt was hollow and that Paul Cavagnari smuggled the stolen radium into this country inside it. Stolen radium? What are you talking about, Mr. Pack? Now, come off it, Princess. You, Cavagnari, and Chin Lu were in on that robbery together. Only Cavagnari tried to slip you the double cross and sell the stuff on the hot market in Chicago. What? What is this... Fantastic story. When you heard the Red Hots, he tried to sell it to Double Crossed him and bumped him off. You came to us, hoping we'd find out where he'd hidden the stuff. But your number one boy, Chen Lu, got to Chicago ahead of us and hijacked Cavalieri's body to search it for clues that might have been missed. When he found that boat ride ticket and figured out what it meant, well, me and Jack was superfluous property. That's why you baited that trap at the florist and tried to bump us off. After that, you came back to L.A. while Chin Lu tore out to the lagoon to pick up the loot. That's why... You... Okay, you dirty double-cross machine! Look out, Jack! You won't let the pin this on... Let's have that sticker, baby! I'll kill you! Peg it up! Kill you! Drop it, baby! Drop it! Oh. That's better. Doc, open the door. With pleasure. And now, Princess, you can make your eggs. Well, here's your stinking eyes for this! You won't get away with it! You let you won't... Wow. Yeah, my sentiments, exactly. What a hell cat to lovely damsel turn out to be. Yeah, Stolen goods detail outside and take care of her. Well, 
Quang Moon Dagger. Just as false a piece of guilt as Princess Myling's soul. But what kills my soul is that the beautiful ruby on the hilt is false, too. All that brain work and gun shooting and no payoff. Oh, I don't know. The hospital in Indochina will get its radium back as fast as Dr. Jen Kin can get it there. And when you think of some thousands of people who'll get another crack at life now... Yeah, I... maybe you got something there, son. Oh, well, mark down another two-fisted experience in the tarred old files of the A-1. By the way, let me have that telephone, will you, son? Huh? Oh, sure. Yeah. Thanks. Who are you calling now? RKM Studios. About an alligator. Hey, wait a minute. You're not taking that gag seriously. Why, of course I am. After the Princess Mai Ling, I ought to be able to throw one of them amphibious critters two out of three falls with a Kwong Moon dagger tied behind my back. just heard I Love Adventure, a new Carlton E. Morse production featuring Michael Raffetto as Jack Packard and Barton Yarborough as Doc Long. Next week, incident number 11 entitled Assignment with a Displaced Person, an affair of a girl and a black market operator. Other players in tonight's show included Lillian Baya, Luke Krugman, Russell Thorson, and Harry Lang. The Kwong Moon Dagger was written by Sidney Marshall. Organ music by Rex Corey, your announcer, Jim Butters. reminder. For a laugh-provoking detective drama, stay tuned next for Johnny Fletcher, starring popular radio personality Bill Goodwin. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.